Welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome to today's episode. I'm excited as I have a super special guest today, Sophia Lane, who is this magnificent woman that I've known for a long time. Welcome, Sophia. Thank you for having me, Hilly. Today, we're going to talk about um, a couple of things that we've been discussing behind the scenes. And one of those things is uh, the importance of rituals and also doing something that we love and how important creativity is in everyday lives, especially to get out of that sort of mundane sort of lifestyle that we can sometimes get sucked into. Sophia, what's your take on rituals and creativity? What, what kind of gets your juices flowing? Well, in terms of rituals, I've been practicing that since I was little because it's I come from a generation of uh, healers and we have been taught to kind of bring in ritual every day in our lives. So that's been my practice um, in trying to keep that and to also bring that forward to my children. But ritual is really important to me because it kind of sets the tone for the day um, or even in releasing things that need to like negativity or things that no longer serve me. Ritual is really important for that as well. Um, it's also a very sacred practice that's just your own that you can kind of tailor for yourself. Um, something that's, you know, really close to your heart, which I love. Um, there's just something really magical about doing a ritual for yourself at home and um, bringing that spirituality as well. I love that. And can you tell me a little bit about um, about your background and also what would be like an example of a ritual for the people that are listening and tuning in today? What would that actually look like? What would you be doing? What would you be saying? And I love that because I have my own rituals that I've talked about on my podcast. Um, but I'd love to hear your opinion on this. So I come from, well, my background is I'm half Australian and half Singaporean. But on my mother's side, our heritage is uh, Javanese. And um, my mother is a healer, and so is her mother, and so forth. Um, so these practices and traditions and rituals have been passed down to me. Um, one example of the ritual that I do is every new moon and full moon, um, we create uh, an offering to our um, ancestors in the ocean. And um, that consists of flowers and fruit and um, nasi kuning, which is a yellow rice. Um, it's traditional in royal um, practices, which uh, my mother's 
family is royal on her side. Um, and through that ritual or in putting all that together itself is a ritual. Then we do a prayer with it as well um, with incense. Um, and once that's all being prayed for, we bring it down to the ocean and release it into the ocean. Um, we sit by the full moon and then we just kind of really, it's really a communication tool for us to speak to our ancestors. So we ask, um, if we need guidance going forward, we talk about the things that we need clearance on or like clarity on, or um, we also ask for um, messages to come through. And for us, they usually come through in a dream, which is what our family, how our family communicates is through dreams with our ancestors. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we do it. I love that. And from a psychological perspective, there's so much sort of um, magical and mystical side of the importance of dreaming. And um, <clears throat> rituals are just so sacred. And I think in everyday life we can get lost in, in how uh, mundane life can get and how tedious sometimes some of the chores that we have to do. And when we have the ability to stop and bring some awareness into some sacred practices that, as you say, uh, can be a very personal ritual. It brings that element of magic and mysticism into life. It also connects us to that spiritual side of life and to nature. Doing a ritual, you know, by the ocean or honoring the, the moon cycles is a really beautiful and, um, very common practice amongst so many traditions around the world. So I absolutely love this. And I think one of the important things about this as well is that it allows you to create that space of creativity. And Sophia and I, before we started recording, we were having a little conversation about some projects that we were um, sort of designing in our heads and sort of getting together. And we were talking about how important it is to have some kind of a creative process that gets you out of that mindset of the everyday life and some of those um, chores and responsibilities that we all have in some way, shape or form. Uh, so tell me a little bit, Sophia, about how important creativity is and what does it do to you when... Like when you start thinking about a project, when you start designing something, like what does that begin to instigate in terms of your mind and how you see life and all of that kind of stuff? I think in terms of creativity, like I was born super creative and um, it's been a big part of my life in creating new projects along the way, but it gives me... Um, this sense of empowerment when I am creating um, and putting everything together. It's also, it um, kind of brings you in when, when you are creating and um, a lot of ideas, you know, new ideas come out of it and then you just get really excited and that kind of, it's almost like therapy because the more you create, the more you're bringing your vision to life. Do you think that it's sort of like you open the, the floodgates to like all of these beautiful flowy ideas and they, they just, it's almost like we just open the doorway and then they start to come. Oh, absolutely. Like the flow, it just begins to flow. And then 
the all, like you say, all the doors just open up for you as you start creating and being your true, authentic yourself, self of what you really want to be, you know, doing in your life. I think creativity kind of brings that into all elements of your life as well. And um, it's almost like a release mm. of things, isn't it? It's <clears throat> like the more you're doing things that you love. And I think that's the most important part. Yeah. And I think getting excited about something is such an important part, right? So when we do something with excitement, it, it allows that energy to flow so much more. And it's sort of like, you know, the conversation we were having earlier where we get excited about something and then it's like, oh, we get this other idea. And it's, it's, it's kind of like there's this magical thing that happens when you tap into that joy, that creativity. The ideas just begin to flow and flow and flow and you open up like unlimited potential and it's just like there's something so magical about that and don't you think though that the space that you're in is so conducive to doing that like we're talking about how much we love coming into some of these co-working spaces and some of these like beautiful spaces that are filled with art and um, sometimes tidiness and silence as well that can help. What, what, what's your take on that? Because I know that, you know, that's a really big part for, for my ability to kind of focus. The people that I'm with, the environment, uh, the sounds, I'm really quite sensitive to sound and light. Um, so I think that's a huge part of it in terms of like your rituals and your own creative process, what's your take on that as well? I think the space you're in um, really sets the tone of how things flow. Um, I'm a mother of two young children and, you know, life gets really hectic, especially at home. It's really important for me to kind of remove myself from that space sometimes where um I don't have to think about those things and I can purely just be in the mindset of creating and manifesting the things that I want to come to life. I think that, you know, having a tidy space is really important because when you see clutter around you, it it almost becomes overwhelming and it's really hard to focus on the things that you want to do. Um, And also, you know, different spaces draw different types of inspiration in and you need to constantly be looking at new things to be able to draw that inspiration in I'm constantly on Pinterest that is my go-to for inspo for everything (laughs) I feel like everything is just on there if you want you know if you want to find like um, if you're looking for interior design there's just so many ideas on there that you can draw inspiration from and then make it your own so space and where you are is is incredibly important yeah I would totally agree with that um and I love that you're on Pinterest because I'm also very visual and I love seeing um seeing images of things that I kind of want to create um for our listeners out there what would be like your top 10 sorry your top three not 10 your top three tips about um creativity and sacred rituals i think with creativity is just go towards the things that inspire you and that will itself take you on a journey of where you need to be in terms of rituals i would say 
almost the same. You need to find what inspires you, but also find your own practice at home, whether it be, you know, having incense or crystals, going to the ocean, or just even, you know, having a, a set space in your house where you can do the rituals is really important, I, I feel as well. Um, buying candles, you know, little bits of here and there and, and putting it together is it's fun in itself. And it also gives you this sense of this is my space, this is my private ritual, um, it's something that's sacred to you. I think if you can do those two things at home, you'll probably be pretty set in your days. Amazing. <clears throat> um, what I would add to that, and I love what you've just said, but what I would add would be um, really holding clear the intention of what the ritual represents to you so that you can have like a real strong sense of clarity as to what it is that you are either releasing or manifesting or creating or connecting to and um, creating anything with a strong intention, clear visual and a strong emotion. Uh, when you marry that with an action, whether that is coloring in whether that's lighting a candle or offering a flower into the ocean the the power of that action and the energy that flows from the moment of inspiration from the moment of intention and then the action following is just intensified and it can be transformative uh, we know that art therapy plays a significant role in in people's transformation and healing journeys and sacred rituals play a very similar role. So I would inspire people that are listening and tuning in to find something that you connect to, something that inspires you, create a space that is allocated to uh, that ritual, make that time sacred. So put all of your phones and devices away and really have a clear intention as to what you would like to create and always using positive words of affirmation and gratitude and love and abundance and really releasing all of those blocks and limitations that we all carry within us so that we can let go of anything that's holding us back from our like most beautiful expression of ourselves um, and hopefully that's given people tools and ideas as to how they can begin to incorporate their own little ceremonies and rituals. Um, anything that you'd like to um, add to that, Sophia? I think um, the most important thing is to try and center your mind, heart and soul together. Um, always come from a place of love and gratitude mm -hmm. when you're doing these rituals. It's just so important to emanate that out. And uh, the one thing I always do is to kind of envision having a white light around me always. Um, it's, it's a way to protect you in that space, um, but also to kind of give that out into the world that, you know, a pure white light with love and gratitude is really what you need. I love that. So on that note, we are sending you all the most beautiful white light and uh, let's take away that sense of creating things with, from a space of love and gratitude 
And so much gratitude for each and every single one of you for tuning in today and for you, Sophia, for joining me today. It's been so lovely. And um, I hope this has been a useful podcast for you today. Yes, thank you so much for having me on today, Kali. Um, I've loved this little talk. Absolute pleasure. We'll do it again next time. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition all information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfaro takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.